Dear King, what is going on? Like, honestly, what is going on in the world today? So many questions that need answers, but more than that, so many people that need healing. So many lessons that need to be learned and shared. Partner with me, oh Father, in this journey of discovery. On behalf of myself and the royals, heal us, restore us, make us new, and we'll be faithful to tell the world that you did it. Sealed with love, Pia. What's up, royals? What? It's your goddess, Pia, and welcome back to the Dear King podcast. What's up? How are you? Are you doing okay? It's been so long. I just feel like I have to reintroduce myself. I am your God, sis. I'm here to connect you to all things God here in our crazy world. You, if you are listening and you believe in Christ and his redemption power, then you are a royal. You are sent here as an ambassador of Christ. And I am so happy to be on this journey with you. Um, And if you are my friend, I am so glad that you made it here as well. Listen, if this is your first time, welcome. If this is your, uh, I don't know, umpteenth episode and you are back for season two, I am so glad that you made it back into the podcast, into our safe space. And um, listen, it's going to be an amazing, amazing time this season. I just can't even handle it. It's just going to be so many things. Make sure that you stay connected, though, okay? So if you are not already following me, please go follow me at Dear King Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can meet me over at my website, www.dearkingonline.com. And if for whatever reason you need to reach out to me for prayer requests or to get on some of these extra segments I have planned for us, then please reach out at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. All right, y'all. So quick life update. Our hiatus was long. I know. Give your girl some grace. I bought a house and all of the things happened. So many obstacles, so many different challenges. But God is so faithful and I'm so excited. So excited to share that news with you guys. I kind of told you about my crazy faith card and all the things I was praying for and how I wanted this last quarter to go. And God is faithful. It is done. We have our home. And now we have the plan to get this podcast rolling. And we have so many new things that we want to do in the podcast, beginning with a new segment I'm calling the Royal Roll Call. Here is where I get to share with all the people engaging with me in the comments. I get to shout out some special things that may be happening that you, the Royals, are involved in. And whatever else we need to shout out, let people know about. So I want you to get involved. So make sure that you email your Royal Roll Call submissions to DearKingPodcast at gmail.com. This week, first up, Amy of Rhode Island. What's up, Royal? She found the podcast searching fruit trees on Apple Podcasts, and she let me know that she was looking forward to season two. Well, Amy, here we are in 
season two, and I really hope that you enjoy it this season. All right? Let me know how you enjoy it. Next, T. Tut of Los Angeles. What's up, Royal? You always engage with the Instagram content, and I really appreciate seeing you in those comments. Thanks for showing so much love, and I can't wait to connect with you in this next season. And finally... Shout out to producer Jamie Mills. She's on the Dear King team, and she is having her very first Inspire Dance concert entitled Resumption this coming Sunday, November 7th at the Curtis Theater in Brea, California. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I know it is. And if you want more information, there'll be a flyer on the Dear King Instagram story. So go check that out. And also, she's celebrating a birthday next week. Shout out to you, girl. All right, that concludes our Royal Roll Call. If you want to be a part of that next week, make sure you hit me up at DearKingPodcast at gmail.com or show some love in any way, and I promise I will feature some of you in these shows. Okay, Royals, your favorite segment is next. These are things you should and should not do. You should know your friends. Pray. Pray, okay? These are the facts. These are my facts. Not to be confused with take your girl to court facts, okay? These are my facts. And they are brought to you by my current season. So, the fact is, moving is trash. Okay, you can never, ever, ever convince me that moving is great. Other than perhaps maybe the biggest blessing of all that God has given us and our family to be able to do that in the midst of a pandemic. I got it. Such a blessing. It's so rewarding. Tax time is going to be great. I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about the moving, like from point A to point B. Number one, you can never start too soon. We literally knew we were purchasing a house in May. We began getting boxes in May. We began creating a log. We began categorizing things and putting things in boxes that we were not using. However, it just wasn't enough. All the things you currently have is probably trash. Because as we began to want to put things in boxes, we realized that we didn't really care that much for the things that we were putting in boxes. And then we had to have a hauling company at the end of the day. And we had to move all of these things out of the way of a hauling company to throw away things that were once valuable, like old couches, okay? Not to mention, in that process, not all movers are created equal. Some movers will move all of your things. They will break down your beds and your uh, dining room tables, and they will package them up nicely. They'll put your TV in boxes and haul that out and put it on a truck. However, there are some movers, we found out, that literally will only move your things. They already have to be packed perfectly for transport. So whenever you're looking for movers, make sure that you read the fine print. And also, taking boxes from everywhere is cheaper, but it is not neater. You know, we started asking people like, oh, whatever boxes you have, let you know, you can let us have them. We can use them, except when you're trying to stack them on top of each other, it's the 
It's a Tetris game you cannot win, okay? The boxes are not, they just don't work. So I suggest you purchase boxes. Also, label your boxes. That is non-negotiable. I suggest you get you a key with masking tape. That is my pro tip because once you get them in the house, you need to know where they go. And so if you label them with with words, but then also you have color coordination, if you have those good movers I talked about, they can move them to the room that is color coordinated based on the tape you put. Because nobody knows where Susie's bedroom is, okay? But if Susie's bedroom has blue tape across the door, then they know this box goes in there, okay? So last thing I want to leave with you guys is seasonal cleaning. Not spring cleaning, but every season, clean out your house. Throw away the things you don't want. Get rid of them in every single season. And those are the facts I do hope that you run with them. All right, so let's prepare for takeoff. When I hear the phrase preparing for takeoff, I literally think of a rocket ship. I'm not sure where you live or if you've ever actually had the opportunity to see an actual spacecraft takeoff. Me, I've had a couple, maybe a few living near SpaceX. I also got to see the very annoying, inconvenient, yet spectacular travel of the space shuttle Endeavor travel down the streets of Los Angeles until its supposed final destination of the California Science Center. Today, it sits in a room, locked down and shackled in position. This is similar to its first position years and years ago when it was built in shackles. Then it was moved to its launching pad in shackles. And even when it was launched into space 15 times, it had things attached to it that had to be released. There is a churchy phrase that people love to say during services that are high-spirited. It is, every round goes higher and higher, meaning this is only the beginning, and if you think this is something, wait until you see what comes next. Well, generally speaking, everybody wants their life to be like that. One day, Jesus needed Peter's boat. His influence had grown, and he was speaking to a crowd that got really big, and he wanted to put some distance between them and him. So Jesus asked to borrow Peter's boat. Now, Jesus is a carpenter and not a captain, so he asked Peter to drive it and take him further into the water. Peter did as he was asked, and well after Jesus finished ministering to the people, he turned to Peter and told him to go into the deep and to cast his net to the other side. Again, Jesus had influence at this point, and though Peter was a fisherman and had fished all night, he again did what he was asked. The fish came in so strong that this net began to break, and he had to call everybody, even his competition, over to help him to get the fish out the water. Jesus, I can imagine, is just laughing like it's literally a joke to him. In the grand scheme of things, this is trivial, But for Peter, this was extreme. Even on his best night, he had never seen a flow like this. He bows and looks upon Jesus with amazement. And Jesus tells him, look, if you think that is something, follow me and I will make you a fisherman of men. Peter, without question, left his boat and his net to follow Jesus. 
Now, I can see myself in Peter every time I see that story. In my own life, I'm saying, Jesus, I see what you did there, but could you do it for me here? You were able to multiply fish in the sea. Could you multiply fish in my hand? Okay, now I see you did it in my hand. Now can you do it in my house? Well, thank you, God, for doing it in my house. Now can you do it in my neighborhood? Whew, God, you are so faithful. You did it in my house. Now in my neighborhood, but I'm trusting you right now, God, for the state. Bigger and bigger and bigger. Our requests become to God bigger and bigger every time. And over the years, that is how my faith has grown to take off into home ownership. And the same process I'm hoping you will do to take off into whatever God has for you next. You've got to build, move, and shed. How do you build? If my husband and I were going to pursue a major purchase, we needed to be transparent and forthcoming about everything we were spending and wasting. Then began to decide if we eliminated the waste, what we could afford. We had to answer a series of questions. What is the dream for where we want to go? Why do we want it? How will it serve God and our family? Then, because we were two broke young adults, we saved every penny we could while still being generous as instructed by Holy Spirit. The building phase includes planning even before execution. Every time God instructed people to build something in the Bible, whether it was an ark or an Ark of the Covenant, it came with detailed instructions and a list of materials needed to perform. Move. Moving looks like hiring the realtor and talking to lenders and going to find the house. It's taking the job in the industry God has called you to, even with the pay cut. There was a man named Naaman who suffered a disease called leprosy. He wanted the prophet Elisha to heal him. Well, Elisha sent his word to Naaman to wash in the Jordan River seven times. Naaman and his king had built up this plan and expectation that the prophet would come out and meet him, that he would wave his hand over him and call on God to heal him, and he would be healed. But the word that came from the prophet was different than expected, and Naaman wasn't prepared to move. Moving is doing as instructed, no matter how nasty, ugly, tiring, frustrating, unorthodox, or unconventional it may be. Moving is blind obedience. The level you don't know is the level you are hoping to get to, and it just doesn't make sense to ignore the word of someone who has been there. Sometimes moving is getting out of your own way. And lastly, shed. Don't be afraid of what you may lose to win. As I said before, the higher the spacecraft gets in the air, the more it has to release to get where it's going. All things attached are necessary on the ground, but they are weights in the air. Some propel the spacecraft in the air, but at a certain point, even what was useful in the heights can't go to the highest level. Peter left a year's salary of fish on that boat to follow Jesus. The boat couldn't go on land. He had to use his feet. And one day, he would join Jesus and use those same feet to walk on water. Me moving to a new city, a new county, a new school district came with its own challenges. We left our safety net, the security of having our parents and friends close by for support, to soar into our next level. Knowing all the way that God didn't stay in L.A., he is everywhere. Let me pray for you. Lord God, I just thank you so, so much for your faithfulness, for your hand, for your comfort, and for your instruction. 
I think, you know, that no matter where we are, no matter where we go, your presence is there. And you can manifest anything that we have on our heart's desire that will, one, please you, and two, make your children happy. Lord God, I would ask that you would reveal to the royals whatever they have before them, whatever vision, whatever plan they have in their hand, that you would give them revelation on where to go next, that you would help them to identify what to shed, help them to identify the steps to move, and what materials they need to build. God, some things we ask you for, we aren't eligible for because we haven't prepared. So God, right now I'm asking that you would give us understanding of what we need to do to prepare. Is it, do we need to pray more? Do we need to fast? Lord God, do we need to save money? Lord, do we need to clear our mind? Do we need therapy? Lord, whatever it is we need to prepare for our next, God, I'm asking that you would have us to do that, even if it's closing a chapter that we are currently in. I'm asking that you help us, that you guide us, that you motivate us, convict us to get it done. God, next is your desire for us. You never wanted us to be complacent. You never wanted us to be stagnant. You wanted us to leave a wealth and an inheritance for our children's children. In order to do that, Lord, we must advance. And so, God, we're believing you to give us instruction, to give us guidance, and to help us to do it. It's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I hope that inspired you, and I hope it motivates you to get down as we enter or close out, really, this last quarter of the year. There's so much more we could do. And even if you feel like right now may not be the time, the new year is coming. So if you are my friend and you don't quite know Jesus, the God I'm speaking of, and you don't maybe you don't know these Bible stories that I'm talking about, and you have faith to believe that what I'm saying is true, then I want to offer him to you. It's real simple. You just need to say a quick prayer, and I'll help you do that. You'll just say, Lord, thank you for loving me first. I do believe that your word is true, and I'm ready to accept the Son, Jesus, as my own. I believe he lives, and he died, and he rose again just for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Royals, we're about to get out of here. But before we do, I want us to have a word that we can hold on to for the rest of the week. As you go about your days, I want you to repeat this to yourself over and over and over again until you get it deep down in your spirit and you believe it for yourself and you are committed to it, okay? So this, I want you to say, okay? I am guided in every step by the Holy Spirit who leads me towards victory. One more time, I am guided in my every step by Holy Spirit who leads me towards victory. Yes, say that, okay? 
All right, Royals, I love y'all so much. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. It's going to be a good one. Make sure you're engaged with me at Dear King Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Y'all know I'm going to blow up your feeds all week long, so make sure you tune in there. And I might just bring back the blog style devotional over at www.dearkingonline.com. Either way, there'll be goodies over there for you to enjoy. I can't wait to talk to you guys. If you need prayer or you just made that decision to give God your life, please email me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, if you want to get on that roll call, you can also hit me up there. And just if you want to say hello, I'll be there. All right, y'all, next Wednesday, right here at Dear King Podcast. Tell a friend, review, comment, hit the notification, all those great things, and I'll see you next week. Goodbye, Royals. <laughs>